Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about finding your purpose in life. This is a question I get so often when people come to me for coaching. They feel like their careers are shifting and that they just don't know if they're on the right path and they don't know if they're really doing what they came here to do. Have they really found their purpose? And I can tell you there are a few ways to really know whether you're doing what you came here to do, if you're really fulfilling your soul's mission, which is that thing that we signed up for. When we were on the other side and everything was blissful, we decided that we were going to come to earth to live out certain lessons. And we came here with a mission. And if you think of your mission as being like what a company is around to do, like the cell phone company allows other people to communicate. So that's kind of their mission is to help with communication. Well, you came here with a certain mission too. For some of us, our mission is healing and it can be spiritual healing. Some of us came here to do physical healing. So if you're in the medical field, if you're a doctor or a nurse or you're a dentist or whatever, you came here to do physical healing. Some of us came here to do the emotional healing for people. And a lot of people who are counselors and psychologists, you've come here to do that as well. Some of us came here to be teachers, whether it's actual teachers, we're teaching kids in the classroom, or we came here to be spiritual teachers and leaders. We've all come here for so many different reasons. So a lot of people have this question about, Am I really doing what I came here to do? Am I completing my soul's mission? And a lot of the reason that people come up with this question is because, and I see this happen so often, usually in the middle of your life. And I don't think that that's a coincidence by any chance. I think it happens in the middle of your life because we start on this path. We come here And then we start being conditioned by our parents and by our teachers and by everyone around us, by society. And I think most people are well-intentioned when they put conditions on us. You know, they teach us that, hey, you know what? You're not really good at math, so maybe you should stay away from a field that has to do with math. I know people said that to me. They're like, well, because I always thought that I wanted to be a doctor when I grew up. That was my dream as a kid. And as I got older, people were like, well, you're not very good at chemistry or math, so I don't think that's the field for you. And they really discouraged that. But I think what I was really tapping into as a kid was that I was good at healing. And of course, to the 3D world, healers and healing people has to do with physical medicine, right? Science, like you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a nurse. So that's how I perceived this idea that my life purpose was to be a doctor. And as a kid, I think we're more tapped into what we really truly want to do because we don't place limits on ourselves and because I think we're more tapped into our intuition and to our higher selves. So we really know what our purpose is. So I feel like a lot of times if you go back to when you were a kid, 
was there this one driving force that you're like, this is what I want to do when I grow up? Because for many of us, there is that force. We were like, yeah, I can remember from being six years old on to wanting to do this. And it wasn't until I got into high school that I became discouraged by it. And that's what happened for me. What I didn't recognize was that healing isn't just about the science and the medicine, although that very much fascinated me. I still have to kind of study parts of the body in order to do the healing work that I do. Because people will give me symptoms when I'm doing Reiki work for them. Oftentimes, my guides don't just say, this person has Crohn's disease. What they do instead is they'll give me symptoms like, okay, you're having stomach issues. I'm feeling this. You know, I just go through this whole list of symptoms. And then the person will say, that makes sense because I have Crohn's disease. So it's always amazing to me that I like, why didn't you just say this person has Crohn's disease? But I think spirit is very deliberate in what they do because then by giving me the symptoms and then associating that disease, that also taught me, well, if someone else comes to me with these symptoms, then I'll know right away that's what that is. So I never thought that my purpose would actually be in healing like it is because I thought, hey, I want to be a doctor. And then I went into teaching, but I actually think that my purpose involves both teaching and healing because I am a teacher to children, but also a spiritual teacher. And I also do the Reiki work, which is the healing and coaching. And in coaching, I am also helping people with the emotional healing, which I think sometimes is a lot more important because a lot of physical symptoms come from the emotional not being healed. I truly believe that. So you may be thinking to yourself, okay, am I truly living my purpose? I want to know this. Or maybe I don't even know what my purpose is and I want to find this. So how can I do this? This is a great question. I think what happens oftentimes is we start our lives where we have this plan, this idea, and then we kind of get derailed. And so about the midpoint of our lives, we start going, I don't feel like I'm living my purpose. For me, what happened was I, and I write about this in my book, Beautifully Broken, I woke up one day and I thought, this can't be all there is to life. Like, I don't feel fulfilled. I knew that I loved teaching, but I knew that wasn't the only thing I was supposed to be doing. It was like this gut feeling that I just wasn't hitting the mark. I knew I was on the right path, but I knew I wasn't there yet. So for me, it took a lot of soul searching. I had to go in and do deep inner work and, you know, do meditations and work with my guides and figure out. I had to learn how to get in touch with my guides and how to get in touch with my intuition. I was not even remotely aware of any of that before I started this journey. So I had to learn how to really get in touch with my higher self and how to start listening to intuitive hits that I was being given and to the guidance that was all around me. I had to start listening to it. That was the first step. And then I started getting these signs, like someone said to me, you should be a healer. And someone said to me, you're so easy to talk to and you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And it didn't like, it wasn't a light bulb that went off all at once. It was little signs and synchronicities that I was being given about what I should do, even to the point of writing my book and doing this podcast. So that's what really led me on the right path 
to my purpose in life. And I still believe that I'm still trying to fully figure out everything that includes because I think it's going to entail so much more than just what I'm doing even now. But for some of you, you may be even thinking, I'm not even anywhere close to the track, on the right track. Where is the track? I'm lost. I don't even know where it starts. And I totally understand because I was you several years ago. I felt the same way. I thought there has to be more to life than just this. I woke up feeling like I was stuck in that movie Groundhog Day where that guy kept living the same day over and over and over again because there was nothing remarkable from one day to the next. And the reason that a lot of people feel that way is they lose that spark within themselves. Because when you are truly living your purpose and your passion in life, you feel that spark and it just sort of illuminates everything else. So today I want to talk to you about how to really find your purpose in life. And if this at all resonates with you and you want to really dive into this work more, you can always book a session with me. I have people sometimes who come to me for coaching and I tell them, you're supposed to be doing this. And they just look at me like, what? Like, I'm not even doing anything near that right now. I'm like, I know, but this is what you're supposed to be doing. And that's how I felt when someone said to me, you're supposed to be a healer. I thought, what? You're nuts. Whatever. But really, that was my purpose. So a couple of things you can do to really find your purpose. The first thing you can do is to start asking your angels, your team for help. Archangel Gabriel is an amazing archangel to work with to help us in finding our life purpose. So one of the first things you can do is to ask for clarity and guidance in seeing the doors open for you that will help lead you to your purpose. And when you start asking that question, amazing things can happen because when you say, please give me clarity, in seeing the doors that open for me that lead me to my purpose things that can happen are you can get called and asked to volunteer with an organization and you start working with them and then you're like oh my gosh this is what i need to do for me in finding teaching as one of my purpose in life i had to start subbing and so they asked me to do a long-term sub and so i did And that's what really opened that door for me. And it wasn't even really something I had thought about doing before. So there are a lot of ways in which the angels can really open doors for us that lead us to the right path. So we can call on Archangel Gabriel and we can ask Archangel Gabriel to help light up symbols in our aura or that energy field that surrounds your body, which will guide you to your soul's purpose. You can ask for clarity and guidance Angels are always around us, kind of whispering to us and giving us guidance about which way we need to go because we have a divine blueprint. This is that life plan that we had already written out before we came here. And there are a lot of twists and turns in it, which mean we have a path, but we can choose to go different ways. We have free will. So we can ask our angels to help keep us on that blueprint. So it's important if you're asking your angels to give you guidance and to give you signs that you really are keeping your vibration high because the higher your vibration is, the easier it is to hear the guidance or see the guidance or know the guidance. We all have different ways of communicating with our spiritual team. For me, it's just a clear knowing. 
I just get ideas that pop into my head. It's almost like thoughts that I would have, except that I know that they are not thoughts that are coming from me. I understand when they come through that, oh, this is divine guidance. This is higher guidance. For some people, they actually hear like someone's whispering something in their ear. Every once in a while, I do get that. And for some people, they see images or they see visions. Everyone, again, connects differently. So however that works for you. And you may be sitting there thinking, I don't get anything. Like, I'm not getting any guidance at all. Where are my guides and angels? They're over there sleeping on the bench and they're not here guiding me. Well, as much as you want to think that's true, it's not true. What's happening is you haven't tapped in yet. You have to work on letting go of the fear and of all of the toxicity that's within you that is preventing you from being tapped into your inner guidance. And there are several things you can do in order to do that. Raising your vibration is the ultimate goal. That's what you need to do. So some ways people are keeping their vibrations low is by having negative thoughts, feeling feelings like jealousy, bitterness, anger, all those things will keep you stuck in a low vibration and will prevent you from actually hearing the guidance that you need. So if you've got any of that emotional stuff going on, you need to take care of that first. You need to heal the emotional stuff. So doing forgiveness for people, trying to really work through all that. And you may need to work with a counselor or you may need to work with like a spiritual teacher, someone like myself to help you do that. But we can really help you clear all of that stuff away. Because if you've got all of that negativity in your body, it's going to be harder for you to raise your vibration. Another thing is your diet. If you're drinking a lot, like a lot of alcohol, and I'm not saying don't ever have alcohol, No, of course, but with all things, it's moderation, right? So if you are constantly drinking or smoking or putting things into your body that are not good for your body, then you're going to lower your vibration. We can't be in our highest vibration level if our bodies are filled with toxins. We just can't do it. So you've got to really clear that out. So you may want to do like a cleanse for a couple of days and nothing super extreme, but just, you know, making sure you're watching what you eat, drinking lots of water and maybe taking some, uh, there are natural supplements and things you can take to really cleanse out your body. If you just go on Pinterest and look for cleanses, you can find some that are all natural and they're good for you. And it's good sometimes just to cleanse out all the organs because the stuff gets jammed up with all the crap we put in our bodies sometimes. And that's just natural. So making sure that you're getting rest, that you are eating right, and that you know, you're know um, not hanging on to these low vibrational emotions. They're really just fear-based emotions. Doing all of that will ensure that you raise your vibration. And once your vibration is raised, then it's easier to get the guidance that's coming to you. And there are a lot of ways you can raise your vibration naturally. I talk about it on my YouTube channel. I have a video there that talks about how you can easily and quickly raise your vibration. So you might want to go there and check that out. You can also do EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. There are tappings for raising your vibration, elevating your mood, all of those things. So first, once you're making sure that your vibration is high, Then you're going to ask Archangel Gabriel to bring a white column of light over you and to help you release clutter from your mind and to invite clarity into your mind and body. And then ask for symbols within your aura relating to your life purpose to be illuminated. 
spend a little time allowing the angels to do their work and ask that you receive signs and guidance as needed in relation to your question. The angels always want to help us, but we have to ask them. So a lot of people sit there and go, I don't know what my life purpose is. And our angels are probably standing around like, really, Sally? I'm sitting here and trying to tell you and you're not even listening to me. So we have to ask. We have to ask for the guidance and then we have to be open to receiving it. So for the rest of the day or the week, make sure that you're open to the signs that might be coming through to you. Signs can come through in a lot of unique ways. So sometimes you may see the same animal flying over you, or there may be a specific animal that lands on you. Like for instance, I was going for a walk with my mom and my brother. This was right after she had been diagnosed with cancer. And this butterfly, it was the most unique looking butterfly I've ever seen. It almost looked like the letter X and it was blue and black and it was flying and it kept flying right in front of us, like crossing a street, a busy street and going from one yard to the other, but always coming right in front of us so that it was almost touching us. And I said to my mom, I'm like, that's a sign. And of course you look up butterfly and it talks about transformation. And I said, you're going to see a transformation in your health. This is going to get better. So we can see signs in the form of animals that come close to us. You might see angel numbers coming around you. You can look at that. Um, if you see a number that keeps flashing to you, go look it up. There are plenty of websites on Google that talk about angel numbers and what they mean. And even on Pinterest, you can look that up. But you may just directly hear things like, I keep bringing it up. At that time, I said, I don't know if I should write a book. And I turn on the TV and the commercial was, do you need permission to write your book? Well, here it is. I mean, you can't make that stuff up. So start looking for and be open to the signs that you're getting. But one thing I really love is, and you're going to hear her on the podcast on Monday, I interviewed um, Linda Krauss Barnett, and she wrote a book called Reboot Your Life. And she was talking about if you don't know what your purpose is, because so many of us don't even know what we want in our lives. And I think that's a big problem. We just go through life on autopilot and we never really take into consideration, is this really what I want for my life? Is this really how I wanted it to turn out? Until we reach that moment where we're like, there has to be more to life than this and we almost have a breakdown. Most of us don't know what we really want. So spend a little time journaling and sit with yourself in some silence and ask yourself that question. If I had no time constraints, money constraints, no constraints of any kind, what would I love to be doing with my life? And you can kind of make a passion out of any of that. If you say travel, well, maybe what you really want to do is to become a travel agent where you get to plan these amazing trips for people. I don't know. I mean, this is just an example. But sit down with yourself and ask yourself, what do I really want to be doing with my life? What brings me so much joy and happiness? What, when I do it, makes me feel like, oh, this, this is where it's at. Those are the kinds of things that are going to bring you to what your purpose really is. Here's some other more practical tips for finding your purpose in life. If you donate your time or talents with organizations, you might be able to find something that really sparks a passion for you. So maybe let's say, for example, you decide to start um, donating your time with a group who works with autistic children. 
And then you just love it. You're like, oh my gosh, this is what I love to do. So then you decide, I'd really like to work with autistic children. So maybe you either decide to become an occupational therapist or some kind of therapist that works with kids with special needs, or maybe you decide to become a teacher. But volunteering for different things that you're passionate about and be passionate about the cause too. If you just go volunteer, I mean, while it's great to do that, if you don't have a passion for the thing that might not necessarily lead you to a life purpose. But let's say that you're always so upset about inequality. So you go and you volunteer with an organization that helps to fight inequality and you just, it sparks a passion in you. So maybe you go into law or something, you know, that's where all of those ideas can come from. Another thing is making sure that you surround yourself with positive people because positive people are going to fuel you to find your purpose. If you're constantly around negative people and you say to them, hey, I have this idea, like when I said, hey, I have this idea that I'm going to do a podcast, the negative naysayers were like, why? Why would you do that? Like, uh, that's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you. You know, not that anybody said that to me, but negative people will try to drag you down to their level because they feel stuck themselves a lot. They don't want you to rise up. So if you surround yourself with positive people and family members, you know, maybe talk to the ones that you know will be very encouraging. They'll be like, yeah, heck yeah, go record that podcast. That's amazing. I'll be your first subscriber. I'll listen to you. You know, you need to be around people who help you to feel worthy and like you can do it, who will encourage you. Start conversations with new people. You know, if you're not really sure, talking to new people, getting into Facebook groups and different things like that can actually help you connect with people who may be doing a job that you love and you connect with them and they start talking about their career and you're like, oh my gosh, that's what I want to do. So start really networking with people. Explore your interests too. You know, half of the time, I think we just sit around, we go through our lives, we're on autopilot and we don't do anything outside of our jobs that we think is very interesting. So what are you really passionate about? What are you interested in? Is it gardening? Is it learning a new language? Do you like history? What is it? Because that can also help lead you to your passion, which can lead you to your purpose. Think about injustices that bother you because oftentimes our pet passion projects can end up becoming our purpose. You may decide that you think that cruelty to animals is a horrible thing and you love helping animals and so you volunteer at the animal shelter and you go there and you work with them and that may become your passion project. You know, our purpose in life doesn't always have to be our full-time job, but it can be something that we came here to do. So maybe your purpose is to come here to help educate people about cruelty to animals and how people need to be better to their pets or, you know, just different things like that. So find places where you feel a passion already. So if you're reading something on Facebook and you have a strong emotional response to something, like for me, reading about all of the social injustices that were going on in the world really sparked within me a passion. I was like, no, we've got to do something, but people need to be nice to each other. That could be what leads you to your purpose. And really, truly, what do you love doing? What is it that you love? 
Do you love going to musicals? Well, maybe you feel like, hey, I can help children put on musicals and and keep that love of the arts alive. I don't know. I mean, it can just come from anywhere, honestly. But have patience because not everybody figures out what their purpose is in one day. So take some time and be open to exploring what your interests could be and what could lead to your life's purpose. And have fun doing it, honestly. Trying new things is fun. Step outside your comfort zone a little bit. I always say when you live inside that comfort zone, nothing amazing ever happens. You've got to learn to step outside your own head, get outside the fear, and just say, you know what? I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live a passionate life. If you play it safe all of the time and you just do what everybody else expects you to do or do what everyone else tells you to do, you're going to live a boring life and you're going to feel zero passion. You've got to step outside yourself and say, what do I love? What do I love? Not what does my mom love? What does my wife love? But what do I love? Because you're living your life for you, not for anyone else. That is where you're going to find your true happiness is in being your true authentic self and really living your life to your purpose, not your parents, not your spouse, not your siblings, not your friends, your purpose. We all have a unique and individual purpose here on earth. And until you decide to really go within and find it, you're never going to feel fulfilled. But I know you have it in you, so you're worth taking the time to go and find that passion. I'm so glad that I found mine because I absolutely love doing this podcast. I love working with people. It's awesome. I'm so grateful that I get to do what I love doing and it feels very fulfilling. And I really hope that each and every one of you gets to feel that way in your life. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being with me. I pulled a card for you today, and the card I pulled is from the Money and the Law of Attraction cards by Esther and Jerry Hicks, and it says, My financial success does not require hard work. Here's another thing, guys. When you're living not in your passion and your purpose, it feels like a struggle. Everything feels like a struggle. When you're doing what you're passionate about, it's breezy. Not like you'll never have struggle, but... It's not a struggle every day getting up, making yourself go somewhere you don't want to go. It just feels like, wow, I get to do this. So your card says, if you believe that you must work hard in order to deserve the money that comes to you, then money cannot come to you unless you do work hard. Financial success or any other kind of success does not require hard work. It does require alignment of thought. You simply cannot offer negative thought about things that you desire and then make up for it with action or hard work. When you learn to direct your own thoughts, you will discover the true leverage of energy alignment. It's true. Money doesn't have to be hard to come by. Money is just energy, and it's our alignment with that energy that actually brings it to us. Anytime I start to have those fears creep up surrounding money and I feel my chest start to tighten, I close my eyes, I take a deep breath, I say to the universe, I know I'm out of alignment with my money stories and I need to get back into alignment because what I ultimately always realize is that everything always works out perfectly for me and I'm always provided for. I always have everything that I need and you do too. So just learn how to get into alignment with that thought of I have everything I need because you do and the universe will provide for you too. 
All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. If you could leave me some stars on iTunes, I would really appreciate that. That helps my podcast to be found by others, and it really helps me and my purpose. I want to thank you for that. Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you will find on the offerings page all of the services that I offer. Also, you can find my ebook and my audiobook. And you can purchase a session with me from my website. And when you want to schedule it, simply contact me and we will schedule it. All sessions are done online through Zoom, so you never need to leave the comfort of your own house. Also, if you want to follow me on social media, I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading. And if you show up for the live, I will pull a card specifically for you. I post videos to IGTV and I have free guided meditations on my YouTube channel. So go check all of that out and subscribe and follow me wherever you go. Thank you so much, as always, for being here with me. I am sending you guys so much love and light. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.